Alright, we live. We live. So, we recording. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. We got Sensei here, Sanji here. And we gonna get into the topic of... Interesting topic to talk about today. Yeah, we gonna get into this. We gonna first get into the topic of black cinema. And the, uh, first, I guess we'll start with the, uh, the Little Mermaid. <laughs> So, little Mermaid. I, I, you know, growing up as a little girl, I that was my favorite Disney princess. Like, I never really thought anything of the fact that she was white. I just remember thinking, like, I liked what she. I thought she was fun. Like, she was my favorite princess because she was fun. She just wanted to help people. You know what I mean? Like, and she just wanted to do her thing and be free. And her parents wasn't letting her do that. And I felt that shit. Like, yeah, she wanted to go be a hoe on land, and that wasn't necessarily okay. But like. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, she just wanted to, she just wanted to go be free though, and I that's she was my favorite princess for that reason. But I never thought anything of the fact that she was white. But like now, like that they're making a black one, I'm happy because I never really got to see that in an animated form. You know what I mean? Like, I the the best the best example of a black Disney princess I ever had was when they made the black version of Cinderella. And I knew that that was, like, someone else's version of Cinderella. Like, I was smart enough to understand that it wasn't the original Disney Cinderella. I never actually seen that. Especially since a white uh, white man and a black lady made an Asian kid. You just knew that that wasn't something that didn't... And, like, no one asked any questions. Like, I didn't ask any questions. (laughs) I just assumed he was mixed. I... (laughs) Yeah, it was almost like the uh, the whiz of our generation. You know what I mean? Huh? So, That's an interesting way to put it. I never actually seen the original Cinderella. I don't know. Well, I mean, there was only a, a cartoon version. I don't think they've made like a live action version of. Cinderella. Oh, it's coming! Oh, it's fucking coming! Oh yeah, it's the coming. Only little Disney remake. They didn't run out of shit to do, so. No, I don't even think it, I don't even think it's that they ran out, dude. The, Disney uh, makes movies on a cycle. Like someone explained, someone told me that they remaster their movies on a specific cycle. That's why you see certain ones. You used to see certain ones getting digitally remastered. Well, now the digital remastering doesn't matter anymore because no one's buying DVDs digital re, digitally remastered of animated movies. They're just gonna go watch them on the internet. So they're just making. So instead of digitally remastering the movies that are up to be done. They're just going to do live actions of them. That's why you're seeing. That's why you're seeing so many coming out within the next few years. They've already got it set. They're going in order. Right, and it just makes sense. You know, it makes sense from a casting standpoint. You know, it revamps Hollywood, so they can get new actors and old actors to come in. Like the whole Aladdin thing. A lot of people like that one. Will Smith as the genie. I mean, a lot of people didn't like Will Smith as the genie, but they liked the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I thought that shit was genius. Will Smith is genie? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on. He's funny as fuck. Only people that want to stick to that, oh, this tradition uh, will will, will knock it. You know what I'm saying? And if Robin Williams was alive, he'd have no problem with Will Smith being a genie. He'd probably actually make a cameo. You know what I mean? So, I mean, back to The Little Mermaid, though. I was watching this guy on... um, YouTube, he's called Bo of the Fifth Column, and he's a, you know, white southern dude, you 
you know, long beard. Doesn't look like he talks the way he does. But he broke down the original story of the Little Mermaid. So the first part is true. You know, she wanted to go up on land, seeing his print, because they go, they let him go up at like a rite of passage and just touch the surface type deal. She seen the print, saved his life, and got up out of there because they're not supposed to be seen. But then she went down to uh, Ursula or whatever the octopus lady's name is, <clears throat> and she made a deal with her. Now what they don't say in the movie is that she's like, yeah, I'll give you legs. But you can't talk, and every time you take a step, it'll feel like somebody is stabbing you. So just the excruciating pain the whole time. And you have so much time to get the prince to fall in love with you, or you will dissolve and turn into sea foam. And so the prince, in the original version, ends up marrying another princess. Doesn't have one, doesn't want nothing to do with the little mermaid. And so her sisters come up, and they form a plan to kill the prince because that's what the deal was made over. If they kill the prince, then she's good. Well, she didn't want to do that, so she ended up dying, turned into sea foam, but she made a deal with, like, a sprite or something like that, a spirit or something, that if she does good deeds for the next 300 years, she can be, she can come back to life. And that's why there's the whole myth that uh, mermaids help sailors. So if we're talking about tradition, the original story, the tradition of the, the original story is that nothing to do with the one that came out in the late 80s, early 90s. So let's not talk about tradition if we're going to talk about it. <laughs> but it boils down to, if y'all don't want a black little mermaid because she's black, let's just call a spade a spade. But I say, fuck him. I say, fuck him indeed. Fuck him indeed. I I feel like, with regards to, with regards to the subject, like, I don't understand, I, I understand why people care so much about it, but I don't think that people consider how much children care, like, and that's what really matters to me, like, because I never, I never cared. Like, like you said, when we were younger, it didn't matter that only one of the Power Rangers was black. I didn't care. It was a black dude and he was a black ranger. Whatever. They could have all been white. I just like the Power Rangers. It's not until you get older that you see that uh, all this race shit comes into play. And then you're like, well, why? And then the main reason is, well, I just don't like it. I've even seen, like, people that are redheads, like, just be mad because they felt represented as a, as a ginger or whatever, as a redhead or whatever, and I'm just like, I mean, I get that, but, like, you guys got another movie, there's a fucking Brave that happened. She's red, she has red hair. She's, is, isn't she, isn't she a Disney princess? Did I see who? The chick from Brave, isn't she considered a Disney princess? Yeah, I mean, they're all technically, if it's a girl in a movie, they're considered a Disney princess. <laughs> wait, wait, that's not true. Hold up. <laughs> no, people <laughs> argue those technicalities, but, like, when they do the little Disney princess posters or the picture where they got all of them standing there, they put them all in the picture just because of representation. But a lot of people will argue, or oh, if she's not of a royal family, then she's not a princess. And they didn't even want to make Moana a Disney princess. She's literally part of the royal family, but she's not a traditional royal in the sense that they didn't call her a princess. That's so, not... Hey, that that can't be the guideline at all because Cinderella is not of a royal family. Exactly. 
And is and isn't uh is another one. Hold up, is another one that's not of a royal family. Um, Bell's not of a fucking royal family. Exactly, and yeah, so it's like they, like most races, they don't really have What's a reason for being racist other than you're trying to make America great again, get back to the fifties and shit. And so what we know is that's just not gonna not gonna happen. Time doesn't go back; it goes forward. I do have a question for you. Know do you think do you think Disney's doing it because they actually care? Or do you think they're doing this shit as a money grab? Um, I believe that it's two parts. I believe it, it is marketing and, and a PR move, you know what I'm saying? Look how inclusive we are. We're trying to stay relevant, you know what I'm saying? So they had to reformulate stuff. Because we all know, if you look at history, Walt Disney was racist as hell. As fuck. Racist, anti-Semitic, all types of shit. He's a terrible person. He was not a good guy. A terrible person shaped our fucking childhoods, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. And you look at the history of all the cartoons and how much racism was involved in even the Looney Tunes. It's like, that shit wasn't, like, come on now. Money grab, y'all. What I do think is... They saying money grab. What I do think is, there are, there are people within the organization that are kind of pushing back, and at least, like, black people or brown people or, you know what I'm saying, uh, Arab people that are pushing the narrative, like, hey, let's include these people. Hey, let's, you know what I'm saying? It's a little bit of pushback because we have representation inside of Disney, inside of those movie studios. And so those, that's where the ideas are coming from. It's not coming from, I'm sorry, some Lily Wood or something. It's just not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they want their everything to be represented too. I, like it. I believe that it is a money grab to like stir up controversy, to stir up controversy and to bring people, bring new people back to the Little Mermaid brand because, you know, we haven't heard about Little Mermaid in forever. You know what I'm saying? The Lion King had like four movies. The uh, you know, had like four movies. You know what I think? You know what another thing I think? I think that Disney is smart enough to realize that every fucking movie with a white girl being a mermaid right now, like in the last like, let's say 15 years, failed. Aquamarine, failure. Pretty much every other one they've come out with, flop. Like, Disney knows that nobody wants to see fucking mermaids. Like, Disney knows. No one really cares. At a certain point, they're just tired of... They're just tired of little white girls getting cast for everything. Think about how they flipped out when Jamie Foxx and the little black girl did a rendition of Annie. They fucking freaked out. They flipped out. All type of racist shit was on the internet and all that. Annie is white. Not to mention Annie is a fictional character. But she's white in that imaginary world. Like, come on now. Like, who cares? And then, like we was mentioning before, Idris Elba being 007. I don't know anybody that's a fan of the 007 franchise that would not want Idris Elba to be the next 007. Fuck no. If you, I feel like if you're a real fan of that franchise, like, in the action in it, you know that he's distinguished enough to play that role. Like, 
If you're and if you're a fan of if you're a fan of film, like yeah, he's a good actor. Exactly. They didn't even want Daniel Craig. They didn't want Daniel Craig to be 007 because he was blonde. Like that's how stuck on stupid some people are. But see, I think I think Disney's doing it somewhat as a money grab. But I don't think it's like a complete money grab. Of course, I mean, I mean, it's just that's just the business side of it. It just makes sense if, like, if I'm selling um, a product and I want to reach a different demographic, okay, they have to have some representation. Um, if I might put in some some hip hop music, or I might put in some uh, Spanish mariachi music, or I might put in, you know, whatever I want that dem- dem- uh, demonstrates I mess with their demographic, I'm going to put that into my marketing scheme. But I don't oh, think yeah. there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't, I don't think, think it's anything, anything wrong, wrong with it. Yeah. I think it's just I think it's just a it's just an after effect of business, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Disney ain't gonna make no fucking movie and not make money off of it. That's just not how they get down. <laughs> if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense for, for Mr. Walt Disney. No, for real. They not fucking around. They not playing around. So, I, and all, you know, that being said, at the end of the day, it's a big two thumbs up for me on some Ebron Rover shit. It's two thumbs up for me <laughs> on the Black Little Mermaid. And I'll take my nieces to see it and... They probably won't give a shit. It'll just be the Little Mermaid. You know? Oh, yeah. They'll be like, oh, she's black. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not going to think they anything of it. Little Mermaid. Yeah, like I, I never thought, like I said, I never thought anything of the fact that she was white. Like, that was my favorite Disney princess. I had Ariel shit. I had so much. I've had, I've had Ariel shit since I was like three. I had like little, all types of shit. Like, yeah, and like Aladdin was my favorite movie coming up. I never looked at Aladdin as a black boy, albeit he might be considered one because he's brown. But ain't no niggas in Africa, dog. It's just <laughs> maybe Jafar. You know what I'm when saying? I, when I was little, I assumed I assumed that Aladdin was Indian, like from India. Exactly. Exactly, and even though Mowgli was dark, I thought that Mowgli was Indian too. I didn't see that movie as a child. I just seen that. I actually just seen Jungle Book, the 2016 version, the other day. Oh, okay. No, my, the, the the first one was my favorite. That's why I got all my songs. Only one that I didn't like that they did was uh, Tarzan. I'm like, man, get real, white dude jumping through the woods, jumping through the jungle with some apes. Did, did they redo? Have they redone Tarzan yet? Is that coming? Yeah, they did. They did a live action version. It was actually pretty hard. It was actually pretty tough. I should watch it. I, I haven't seen it. Was a the only thing that made the the cartoon version tight was Phil Collins did the music. That was it. So <laughs> that was it. Yeah. That was it. What do you, th- so do you, I, do you I, What do you think about the Lion King though? What do you think that you think that's just gonna be good? I don't know. I got emotional ties. Like, I'm old enough to where I literally went to see The Lion King in theater, dog. Shit. <laughs> I, I literally, my dad took me when I was four. I went to go see The Lion King in theaters. So I got a little bit of emotional tie to it, but I'm not going to knock it. I believe that it's good that they bring these movies back for the newer generation so they can build a love up. You know what I'm saying? 
it's almost like how Michael Jackson was relevant through like five decades because he just kept making new music for that generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I agree with them remaking the movies and stuff like that. Um, but I don't agree with people who try to like hold on to tradition. Like I'm sure if you looked at every Disney story, it's fucked up. It's not like the Disney movie. I promise you. You know I'm. Got this uh this book called The Brothers Grimm. And that tells all the um, all the old fairy tales in their true version. And you'd be surprised how morbid and evil. Like, that shit was just yeah, bad. I've, like, yeah, I've heard of some Cinderella, of this shit. The original the original Hunchback of Notre Dame, Quasimodo's a fucking necrophile. Yeah. And look up what that is if you don't know what that is. Like, I know what that is. No, I'm telling them. No, I'm got no, I'm got like no, uh, no. Uh, in that one, Esmeralda died, and she's like it's dead somewhere, and he just curls up and dies with her body of starvation. After like doing other shit. I had not heard that. That is the first time I've heard that information. I have watched quite a bit of serial killer documentaries. That is not information that I have heard. Yeah, he was weird. He was doing it to dead bodies. No, but see, I've... All these stories... All the stories come from, like, a fucked up place anyway. But, like, I don't feel like... See... What 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 I would what I would rather Disney do is this type of shit. I would rather they incorporate black people into the movie, like just if they are just the best actor, like just incorporate them as the main character, rather than the shit they did on Princess and the Frog. And I know like a lot of people <laughs> like I would I would rather they do that than make us a black movie. Like here y'all go. Here you go. No, that's not what we want. Like, cause that, cause the reason, and if they're gonna do it, do it like y'all did, like Coco and shit. Like center it a certain way. Like Coco was sending around Day of the Dead. I was just about to ask you how you felt about a movie like Coco because that's essentially the same difference. And I mean, here's the here's but the But it deal. was, but it was a, it was a, it was, a, it was supposed to be a culture story though. That was not a Disney princess movie. It was a culture story. Tiana was marketed as a Disney princess before that movie even came out. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. As far as... Only way they would have been, like... Been able to do a traditional... Um, Disney princess story is if they set it in Africa. Because you gotta really... They, they, I'm sure they struggled a lot with the historical context of America. You know, which era do we, what do we cast it in? Um, which area of the country do we put it? You know how they could they could have put it in Africa. They've already done a movie in Africa. They're making millions off of a movie in Africa. They could have done it. But right, but here's the deal, though. You still got uh, black Americans who would who would have fought back against that. 
you know what I mean? Or you got, even on the other side, you got Africans who would have been like, that's for us, it's not for y'all. So, I don't know, I, I kind of got mixed feelings about that movie. It kind of was like, you know, like you said, uh, here's something for the, for the darkies. I, I feel like what they could have did... No, I'm going to let you finish, because my bad. Because I, I, know, I know what I think they could have did with it. No, go ahead, go ahead. What I think they could have did, instead of doing it like, setting it in one continent, The Little Mermaid isn't, that, isn't, isn't set in a specific place. They could have made it more fictional. Like, just make it more fictional. It doesn't have to be set in a specific ass place. Like, you guys could have made it, and they could have made it more ambiguous, you know what I mean? Like, just pick, pick an old story, make her black, Throw it out there, make the characters black. Like you guys are already doing that. They could have done that. You know what I mean? Like they could have been and done that and marketed. That's, that's another reason I think they're doing a Little Mermaid that way. For that reason, there probably was a lot of pushback from people saying that ain't no Disney princess story. That's that's just a Disney after school special. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. I, like with the like my argument of why I didn't feel like it was a princess movie is because like no princess had to fucking go through all that, like, and, no, dude, and she and and that and like bro she didn't even want to be a princess and I'm not saying that necessarily all of them wanted to, but like they wanted that more than she did. That's she what I'm saying. If, you, if you if you look at if you look at Snow White, if you look at um, Sleeping Beauty, if you look at even Cinderella, their situations weren't ideal. There were some fucked up stories. Hell, Sleeping Beauty got put to sleep because she was pretty. You know what I mean? Uh, Snow White got hated on because she was pretty, had to live with a bunch of short motherfuckers. And like, they made it like it was just the best thing ever. And then, you know, Cinderella was the worst one because she had an evil ass stepmother who basically had her living in there as a house servant when she was the, uh, her husband's actual daughter, you know what I'm saying? So it was some fucked up stuff happening. They, they, put a, they put enough fucked up shit in the stories, but that's what I'm saying. They had something to draw from in being that those were old stories from Europe. The Princess and the Frog wasn't a story. They made that shit up. Yeah, and they, so, yeah. but I feel like they didn't, they didn't do a very good job of making that fucking bullshit up. Like, it didn't really, I mean, my the, niece likes to watch it because of the music, like all the Disney movies, but it's not like, it's not on the same level to me of a Sleeping Beauty or a Snow White well, or a Cinderella. Well, well like, they, they, their situations were fucked up, right? But like, they, they, the situations that they ended up in were the situations that they wanted. Like, and it wasn't, and it and it wasn't like the bitches wanted anything else before those situations. They didn't know you didn't well because you didn't get that much context about them. Like you just kind of knew that they were pretty and they were in fucked up situations. Tiana, on the other hand, you got quite a bit of context on what what her interests were and what her dreams were and what her life was like before that shit happened to her. Like, and something happened to her. Like. Well, no, not that. Well, no, not that. I'm talking about what she wanted. Like she, well, that that was what happened to her, and that that annoyed me that she that they had to put that in there. Cause like, why does that have to be there? But like, what what I she wanted to be a chef. Like she wanted a restaurant. That's all she wanted. She didn't want to be a fucking princess. She didn't want to be a frog. She didn't want to be any of that shit. Like, bro, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? She was someone who knew what she wanted before she ended up in the situation that she ended up in later. They took they took a restaurant away from her on some fuck shit. Like, why did y'all have to put real cultural struggle in that bitch? Like, yeah, like <laughs> fuck it. The whole struggling black person there. Bro, I seen that I seen that movie as a teenager and I got really upset at that specific part. And I like I know everybody doesn't really care about that part. That part's probably insignificant to everyone else, but like, why did y'all take her restaurant? That's all the bitch wanted. Like she didn't want to be a princess. They had to introduce some type of No, it was a it was a catalyst for the Yeah, it was a catalyst for the narrative to yeah, I, I, it was a catalyst for the narrative to shit, but like, I didn't, I, I didn't feel like I felt like that right there, that whole part is what made it less of a less of a princess movie because she didn't want to be a princess. She wanted to own a restaurant. She wanted to work and be humble. Like, and the it, only thing I would say that made it that way is that they brought an actual prince into the mix. To where she ended up just being one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I didn't. That kind of what makes her a Disney princess because she ends up marrying an actual princess. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not delegitimizing her as a Disney princess. She's a Disney princess by all means, and little girls can look up to her as one. It's like, but I'm. I'm just as someone like who's seen enough Disney princess movies and had a and had an original fit a, a favorite princess that was an original Disney princess. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Fuck no. The, it, the, the, she she ended up as a princess, yes, but that was never what she wanted, and that's my argument. Like the other girls kind of wanted some shit like that. Like yeah, my take me. Is, my question about the new, the new Little Mermaid is they gonna make everybody in the kingdom black, or like all the mermaids and mermaids gonna be black? That's gonna be the real question, or is it just gonna be the royal family? Or are they gonna do that at all? You know, they gonna pull some live action Cinderella shit. So that should be. Oh real man. They got a whole village of black mermaids. Plot twist: everybody's blue. Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Disney called James Cameron? <laughs> Which, by the way, was trash. And I thought that movie was about Aang. I thought it was about the Avatar on Nickelodeon. And I was highly disappointed when I seen these fucking blues. I know. Hey, I, I'm gonna keep it true with you. I never seen that bullshit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sitting through that. That shit was so garbage, dog. I didn't know what it was supposed to be. Soon as like I seen that it wasn't about Aang and it was like about some blue shit, I'm like, what? No. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's not bring that up. Yeah, that shit was awful. I I don't know who signed off on that. Alright, well, let's say way into black cinema. We talked about A Little Mermaid, but we haven't really dove into uh, one of your antagonists of your movie-going experiences is Jordan Peele. I don't need to explain to the audience why you don't fuck with Jordan Peele. I don't fuck with Jordan Peele because I feel like he could he uses his writing ability to make movies that are like 
more shock value and I don't feel like are for our demographic particularly like when he makes his movies he could easily just make a regular black movie and like not have to put like tropes in there that make the movie deeper than it is to where you have to like look at it a bunch of different ways like I get it like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna flesh this out to explain this so give me a moment but like I I, <laughs> I like I get it Deep shit makes us all feel smart, right? Like, shit that's ambiguous, that we have to think deeper about, that, like, you can look at it more than one way, it makes us feel a certain way. Like, it makes us feel intelligent. It makes us feel like we understand some shit on a deeper level. But him making movies like Get Out and Us make me feel like he's not making those movies for us. And I I know people don't look at it that way because they're full of a whole black cast and everything. But, like, the movie Get Out made me really uncomfortable and I didn't feel like furthermore I didn't feel like white people got out of it the same thing I got out of it and I feel like if white people aren't getting out of it what you're getting out of it as a black person then the message is being missed what what do you think what do you think white people got out of that I think what well first I think I think I should start by what I think black people got out of it and then I'll flesh out what I think white people got out of it. What I think black people got out of Get Out was a movie that was like deeper about our culture about what we go through. Like yeah, that's really how it is as a black person. That's why you shouldn't fuck with that white girl. That's why you shouldn't go over to white people's house cuz that you see the kind of shit that they be on that they they've equated it to like deeper shit that we think we know about like and sure there's like a lot of shit that the government does like there's a lot of things that happen to us that aren't talked about enough sure but like we that's what i feel like get out was was for us you know what i mean it was it was a social commentary on a on a deeper black struggle for us and for white people it was a fun it was a fun little spooky movie on god like like ooh like they I never. That, I think that's the beauty of it, though. I think that, and I feel like that's what makes him. This is my opinion. I feel like that's what makes the movie so brilliant. Is that it was a, it was almost a dog whistle for black folks that white folks just couldn't contextually get because they haven't lived the experience. And if you watch the show. Uh, Key and Peele, they, they used a lot of nuance in their show, too, you know what I mean, to go against black stereotypes, but you're right, the setting was an interracial relationship, right, and then you got the perception of this white girl that played into that whole narrative, oh, you better stay away from, you better stay away from them, uh, them white girls, you know what I'm saying, but he went ahead and did it anyway, and the horror of it was, what if you, what if you went and met this white girl you was dating family and it turned into some off the wall shit like this? That was the horror of it for black folks. For white folks, it was simply just a horror movie in certain characters. Like, what if you went to meet somebody's parents and they was trying to body swap you for people who was paraplegic or something like that? So I believe it did touch a broader audience. But it wasn't a black movie in the sense of it wasn't John Singleton, it wasn't Spike Lee, it wasn't that type of, you know, we the people, black type movie, black pride movie. But I do think he is touching the level of 
John Singleton and Spike Lee because he's breaking ground that they didn't even break. You know, what I, mean? you know I, can, I can respect his ability to cross market. Like, I can respect his ability to, like, get his shit into both, into both markets, like, both demographics. Like, I, that's why, like, I don't speak to, I don't, I try not, I try my best not to speak ill on his writing. Like, I don't think he's a bad director or a bad producer or a bad executive. I don't think he's a bad writer at all. Like, I just... Don't feel like it shits for me. I don't feel like all of this shits for us. I feel like it's more for someone else. But we put some niggas in there, so it's for y'all too. And I don't feel like that's what he's. I don't know. I don't feel like that's what his aim is. I feel like that's what how I feel. So I. That's why what I want from him, and I know what I want doesn't matter. But whatever, what I want from that nigga. And, that, and that's what you gotta. That's what you gotta realize. Like one, he never came out like a John Singleton or a Spike Lee to say that I'm making black cinema. What he's saying is, I am putting representation in Hollywood, which is a totally different, totally different type of thing. You know what I mean? It's um, it's to say that I'm gonna make these movies that fit all audience, but instead of just casting white people, I'm gonna give black people these opportunities to get breakout roles. That's way different than what a John Singleton or a Spike Lee is doing. Whereas, um, whereas a Spike Lee or John Singleton is literally making movies based on the black experience. So you're right. They're not they're not for us in particular. I don't feel like Jordan Peele is making movies for black people. I would never accuse him of that. Um, his show really wasn't for black people, albeit it was funny and showed our experiences, but it was more to like combat the stereotypes of black people to white America. They knew how to package it to where it's like, oh, that is racist, huh? And they would use that a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, but see, so I, I feel like they did the opposite in Get Out. I don't feel like we were ever his audience. Why do you, what do you mean you feel like it was the opposite? Yeah, like in Get Out, I feel like they did the opposite of that. What do you mean? Like, I feel like instead of, instead of like, it being the narrative that they presented in Key and Peele, like, oh, hey... This shit's kind of racist. You see, like they instead of caricaturing it, it seemed to weave it into the to the movie in a way that just made it almost like an undertone and like something that we more noticed than they would have. And I, the reason why that made me uncomfortable is because like I feel like that movie could have easily he could have made that another way, like to where other where I wasn't the one uncomfortable. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen because I, I remember 
it was like around Christmas time. I went down to Kansas City to visit my um, visit my cousin. Away. All the family was there. And I got this crazy-ass auntie. You call her Aunt Jackie or whatever, right? And so my black people is typical black family. Like, whatever you want to throw into the black memes, black functions, that's... That's it right there. So my brother, Evan, he's biracial. So he he, he, days, he can, like, pass for a white guy. That's how, like, light he is and how much immersed in, like, white culture he is. So he dates primarily white girls. He brought a white girl to a black function. And as soon as she walked in there and started talking, I was like, oh, man, I already knew how it was going to go. <laughs> and so everybody else is trying to be nice, you know what I'm saying, and cordial and shit like that. And she's shaking hands, and everybody's coming to meet her. And then my Aunt Jackie walks up. Crazy ass Aunt Jackie. Um, so, you know what I mean? She's the one. If she can't use the comb, don't bring her home. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, like I said, she's from Overland Park, Kansas, so she don't know nothing about black culture. This girl was like, oh, hey, how you doing? Reached out her hand to shake my auntie's hand. My auntie smacked her hand away. <laughs> right. He said, I don't want to shake your fucking hand. Who are you? What you doing here, my nephew? I said, wow. We all was like, whoa, hey, Jackie. Like, calm down. Like, hurt her feelings. Hurt my brother's feelings. He was ready to leave. And I was like... That was probably one of the, she probably never dated a black guy again after that, or at least not go to their family functions, especially not if they pull up in the hood. We was rightly in the hood. She should have known, and Evan should have known, and we all should have known not to let A. Jackie get close to her. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it spoke to the other side of that, how uncomfortable it is for us to do that, because I've dated, I was telling you later, I've dated outside of my race, and it was always uncomfortable. Like the immediate family, I feel like the parents were sort of okay. But when I met the cousins or the uncles or the, you know what I mean, the extended family, they were like, what the fuck is this black guy doing here? <laughs> like, period. You know what I'm saying? And one of the weirdest things, though, and this might be a different podcast subject, I was dating this, uh, briefly dating this uh, African girl. She was from the Republic of the Congo, right? And we was hitting off, we was cool, and then one day out of the she was just like, you know what, I can't talk to you no more because my parents won't accept me dating an American black guy. And so, and that threw me all the way to hell off. I was like, oh, I guess. <laughs> you know what right. I'm like, I didn't think, I didn't think it was really like that, but I guess it is. And so, I don't know, back to the, you know, the movie, I feel like it touched on a lot of it was socially terrifying, but it was also a horror movie with the twist that it had. Like, I literally had to, like, plug my ears on that little tea, tea, uh, that little teacup shit she was doing. I was like, oh, y'all not about to secretly hypnotize me in this bitch. I'm not about to get, <laughs> y'all not about to do some shit through the movies on me. Have me in here, you know, activating the trigger when y'all just say something, broadcast something over the, uh, but see, see, that's the fuck I'm saying. That's the fuck I'm saying. I don't want to feel more uncomfortable around white people than I already do sometimes. Like, fuck that. Why did I need that? I didn't need that, Jordan. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, 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 I'm
watched it again. That's how, that's how much. Oh, God, I haven't watched that shit again. I never wanted to watch it the first time. If I watched that teacup part all the way through and, like, let the little shit hypnotize me, I'll be in a sunken place. I didn't. That shit was, like, extra scary. It took me months to watch that shit the first time because I knew I. When she was like not sinking to the floor. That shit was creepy as fuck. I ain't Otherwise, it is just entertainment, it's not art. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah, but, I mean, how do you... So, that being said, do you feel like he should make movies more like a John Singleton that talks about the black experience, or do you think no. he should do the more psycho-thriller shit? I think if he's going to do the psycho-thriller shit, I think he just... I wish he would not make it so ambiguous, and I wish he would just make a regular movie. I wish he didn't have to make it, like... It's a black horror movie now. Like, just make a regular fucking horror movie, dude. And just make a good movie. Like, hold up. Hold up, someone's calling me. Let me, oh, okay. let me message them because I can't, I can't speak to that nigga right now. But yeah, I mean, to keep it going. Yeah, no, I I appreciate I appreciate it for what it is. I just I want him to make I want I want to see like the same way white people every year just get regular fucking movies churned out with white people in them. We don't. It's not like a novelty that oh this is black people. Oh my god. Bro, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. I I can't I can't talk. What's up? I'm in the middle of a podcast. What's up? Yeah, I'm home. All right. All right, my bad. Shit. My bad. I feel like if somebody's calling you on Messenger, they can see that you're doing a live video. <laughs> like, like, what a jerk, man. No, they call me on Snap. No, they call me on Snapchat Messenger. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it. It was an important phone call, but fuck, like. <laughs> Somebody commented Brandon Tidmore. Is that like a director or something? Is that a? I don't know who that is. Or he might have just been tagging his friend. Who knows? But, uh, but uh, I don't know. What people don't look at either is like we had we had an era of those movies. You just were old enough, I would even say, for it to even kind of catch. Like I came in on the tail end of, of Love Jones, on the tail end of um,
on the tail end because we had a bunch of those movies. We had Set It Off, where it was a bank robber movie. We had uh, Players Club, where it's talking about. Yeah, we had hot. Yeah, we had Higher Learning. We had Juice. We had yeah, cru- Crush that. Groove. We had. Yeah, but so we not about to let y'all have a mainstream movie about just a regular black situation. The closest thing that got to it was Kevin Hart's movie with uh, what was that shit called? Uh, what men want? What was it called? Oh, think like a man. Think like a man. Uh, well, I I don't mean like a black situation movie. I just mean a regular movie with black like like the way okay like I'm gonna give an example like how they're always making like fucking rom-coms, just regular rom-coms with white people every year. Or how they're always making movies like, um... Like, like we don't, like, it doesn't have to be like a movie about black life. You know what I mean? Like, we can just get re- yeah, but like, like that's some, that's some odd story. Or, no, uh, like, like that that Marlon Wayans movie that he did a couple years ago, the parody of Paranormal uh, Activity, Haunted House, that kind of shit. Like, that was a funny-ass movie and it wasn't just like, Here's a black movie. This is just a... Here's a concept. We're going to use black people. I can dig that, but me speaking as a black person, I don't want to see that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's maybe just my taste in movies. Like well, like, not, just, not necessarily parodies. Like, we don't need parodies. But, like... You know, I, I'm not talking about parodies in general. I'm talking about literally, I don't want to see just some old story about... Like, the blind side was stupid to me. Like, I, didn't, I don't like dramas in general, so that's just Well, well like, not like necessarily dramas. What about action movies? Like, what about more action movies? Just cast more black people. Like, Takers. Like, I thought Takers was amazing. Shit like that. Yeah, that would be cool. You know what I'm saying? And where it was, like, a black film about that. Like, I would enjoy that. But even then, it's like... How do you do it without introducing stereotypes? I feel like people would get mad that they was really talking about how crime works in the black community. With how would they cast the gang members? How would they cast the organized crime figures? I don't feel like, I don't feel like they would need to. I feel like they would just do it the same way they did Takers. Those boys were not gang members. They were just dudes who committed crimes. Yeah, I mean, and that sort of thing too. But it's like, think about it. Once it doesn't hit in the box office, they're done with that shit. The reason they can make a movie like Kate and Leopold is because whether we go and see it or not, it'll still do well in the box office. If they had a movie like, you know what I mean, um, Keisha and Leonard, everybody's going to see that shit. Well, like every time they try to make a movie, I feel like every time they try to make a movie marketed to us that's an action movie, they use the wrong niggas. Like they keep using fucking, they keep using the Rock. We're fucking. I think I think we're all sick of it. I think we're all sick of it. (laughs) Fucking. I don't. I don't even like action films, and goddamn it, I'm sick of it. The Rock is not black representation. 
Nation. He's more, I mean, you can call him a black guy, but he has no parts of our culture. The Rock doesn't represent anybody but The Rock. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's why they put, he actually represents uh, Polynesian culture more than anything, like Jason Momoa. I mean, yeah. Yeah, if we're gonna if we're gonna so, give him like a cultural a culture or anything. Yeah, Islander type shit. You know what I'm saying? But the re- that's the reason they keep putting Kevin Hart with him because he's a traditional black. You know what I'm saying? In the American sense. You know what I'm saying? Not a British black like just Elba. You know, not an African black. You know what I'm saying? He's he's literally like he grew up in Philly in the hood with the black experience. And so I don't know. It's just like. You can't, you can't, like we said with Disney, at the end of the day, it, it is a business decision. And they do a lot of market research to say that, well, y'all fucking like these top parent movies, so we gonna make those. We gonna fund those shit. They'll say, well, y'all fucking like these Fast and Furious movies, so we gonna make those. Well, it's just, at the end of the day, it's a business thing. And like, you're right, since Jordan Peele is is appealing to not only a broader audience, but just some some roles you've never seen black people in. I ain't never seen no movie where black people was just a bunch of, you ain't never really seen no black cast in horror movie. And that's why he's doing so well. You know See, I, I just... I haven't seen us yet to like say I'm not gonna I'm gonna like hold off on like what I say about us until I actually see it because I might like that shit I don't I know. Seen it either, and the only reason is because I don't purposely scare myself. I don't even like the horror genre, but I just appreciate what he's doing. I love horror genre. I would love to see more black horror movies. Like oh my god, I love horror. I mean, I want to see it as far as casting and opportunity. I'm not watching that shit, though. <laughs> I ain't about to sit up and scare myself. I thought Get Out was going to be something different. Hey, I'm going to keep it true with you. Most scary movies don't scare me. I, I, that's another reason why I got... I guess Get Out did the job and like because it made me scared. And like it, I, That's what pissed me. That's part of what pissed me off. Like, <laughs> how dare you work as a horror film? <laughs> And so, yeah, it's just, I don't attribute to those things. I like, I watch fucking anime and kung fu movies more than I watch any other genre. And then, you know, comedy is a third for me. Like, See, I, I don't, movies, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, movies, I watch anime, action, but I don't watch kung fu anime. movies. Like, I'm not watching Kill I Bill. To, man, I gotta give me, I gotta give me some cheap Chinese food and just some old ass Chinese kung fu movies where the words don't even match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Some old ass Jackie Chan movie, and just like the video is all grainy and shit, <laughs> like that. So it's more like a Wu Tang thing for me. Like I, that's shit I watch. But I will watch mainstream movies. So that's that's the biggest thing. I we don't have no we don't have another Eddie Murphy. We don't have another uh, John Singleton. We don't have a, a Spike Lee of our era. And Jordan Peele is trying to fill that void. I hope there's other people, like you said, in different genres that come out. And we be like, well, we got this new black director that makes the best action films, or we got this uh, we got this new black director that just made you know Oscar-worthy dramas. You know what I'm saying? And I just want Jordan to make different black kinds of horror Panthers. films, like. Just make a just make a regular fucking horror movie. Why does it have to be about black anything? Like, no, but I think that's what us is. I think that's what us is. Like, it's got undertones of black culture because the people are black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't get away from it, but it's not like 
It's not like from the trailers that I've seen. It's not about blackness. It's and, you're, and you're probably right. See, I, I have to. I still got to see it. Yeah, like you know, give him a chance, man. Give him a chance. And you know how you feel about the Get Out. You know what I'm saying? Like nope. you said, he probably just was really scared of in that theater and was like, "What the fuck?" You know what I'm no, saying? but no, but I really, I really just, I feel like it. I didn't feel like it was for me, but like. It, what I what you know what I want to see more of I want to see more shit like Juice, like I feel like I don't feel like we think of Juice could have very well been a fucking horror movie, like. Yeah, it was on. That's what I'm saying though. It was on the level of Get Out to me. Like that was crazy. That was creepy and crazy as fuck. Like change change some of the comedic undertones of Juice. Make it like about 15 minutes longer, and then like. Make Ju- make Bishop just a little bit more conniving, and you- and make it a little bit more bloody, and you have a gritty ass horror movie like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think about think about a movie like Save the Last Dance, and how that was like a really good movie on all levels. It brought you to, you know, black the black dude was the intelligent one. He had, you know. It brought you into the black experience. It brought you into the white experience. It gave you city life, the party life, the dancing. Like, that was just, it brought you the gang life. The dude whose friend was almost like the dude off of Juice and intimidating them into doing shit for him. Like, that was just a well-put-together movie, and you could argue that that was black cinema. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most of who, who was cast in the movie. But movies like that just aren't appealing to a broad audience, so... They won't make it mainstream. There's, they make, they still make movies, but with so much with Netflix and Hulu, Hulu and YouTube originals and all these weird ass like you know people just don't know what to watch. So if it ain't mainstream, it just doesn't matter to a broader audience. You know what I'm saying? You'll have to go and search and find a movie that's like those. Way like I said, Waiting to Exhale or Juice or Save the Last Dance, shit like that. Soul food. Just not gonna get that shit though. See, that's why I feel like whenever so whenever we get directors that break into that market, we can make that movie. Like, if 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 Jordan wanted to make a movie like that, he can make a movie like that. Like, but think about it though. Would they have? I mean, he yeah, he said that he wanted to do horror movies initially. That's why he did it. But think about how saturated it is. Like, who directed Black Panther? Ava Davey Renee. What was her name? No, it was a. Uh, the black dude who did uh, Blue Bell Station, he directed uh, Black Panther. So, you know, Avery Day did, you know, all those black social justice movies. Um, so we do have, we're all, we are breaking back through, but I feel like Tyler Perry set us back so far. Oh, my God. Tyler, back is, Tyler Perry has set us back like 50 years. Tyler Perry set us back so far with all that church style coonery it was just bad but I, I it really what what bothers me about Tyler Perry is not only does he make most of his movies like stereotypes like and I like his plays better than his movies but a lot of this shit in his plays wouldn't translate as well if he did it exactly the same way on film but like I, I what bothers me is I feel like he he doesn't he doesn't get away from the stereotypes and then he makes everything in black people's life pray the problems away. Like, we don't ever got no real fucking solution. Like, we always in some dumbass situations in his movies. Yeah, it's the new minstrel show, Add a Touch of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like 1850 plantation film. This shit is horrible. I can't watch it, though. I'm glad I'm not the only one that feels that way, cause like whenever that's another one. Like whenever I say I don't like Tyler Perry movies, everybody's like, "What?" But like, fuck no. Yeah, because it's the most fucking And then, like, black women are always fucking angry and crazy, and black men are always just able to just do dumb shit, and as long as they pray it away and fix it, get right with Jesus. And he thinks that, he thinks that if he makes the, the black people in the movie affluent, that it's less stereotypical. But they're still ignorant as shit. So what exactly. does that do? What does that even do? I would say the um the the closest thing he had to uh, a, a black neutral film was Why Did I Get Married? That was the closest thing to a normal movie that he made, where it had a, a Janet Jackson there. Uh, Michael Jai White and all those people. That was the closest thing to say that, oh, this is just a regular movie. This can happen to any culture. You know what I'm saying? It's just a story about some people. Like, this can happen inside of any culture. Albeit, yeah. if you have some cultural references, it wasn't that over-the-top coonery minstrel show shit that he normally does yeah. in the Medea movies. I can't take the Medea movies. It's not even funny to me. What? Have you seen the play for Why Did I Get Married? The play was actually really good for that. Yeah, I seen I seen all of his plays because I was forced to. My mom and my aunts would just sit up and watch that shit. And whether or not you looked at the screen, heard it all through the house. And niggas couldn't talk or be loud and none of that. Might as well just come in here, sit down, watch this play, and listen to them replay this damn song for the fiftieth time. Like I, 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 I used to I skip all that them. shit. They're good. They're good, but I hate it. I so I fucking it, hate musicals. Bruh. It was cool the first time when you first seen it. You were like, oh man, he killed that song. Some songs were cringy, you know what I'm saying? But it was a play. It was a, it was a broad, it was like a Broadway type play, and I liked it for that. But the 50th time, and everybody asking you how you seen this damn movie, I don't want to fucking deal with it. There will be no Tyler Perry movies in my house. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm I'm not downloading it. I don't care if my girlfriend watches it. You got to watch that shit without me and hide it or something because I'm going to throw them away as soon as I see it. Yeah, man, we're getting on the 58 second mark. So, 58 minutes? Yep. So, yeah, minute. I feel like, you know, we can, we can wrap it there. Preview the next week. I do want to um, jump back to um, the political topic because we are getting closer to. Um, the 2020 election and I want to talk about um, not only just how intellectuals are more than likely going to give Trump the next eight years but also this whole Kamala Harris situation and how no black people are calling her out on how she prosecuted black people in her state like she fucked us over a lot as a prosecutor then wants to play like she was on our side and a lot of stuff wasn't, oh, I'm just following the law. A lot of it was unnecessary and at her discretion. So I'm not oh, we can talk quite a bit about Kamala Harris. We can talk so I'm much about like Kamala her. Harris. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like her. 
I feel bad because I liked her at first. Like I like I like some of the shit she stood for. Like, but like the more she talked, she's one of those people that like the more you hear her talk, the more she sounds kind of fucked up. Yeah, fake, and you know you're not about to just pull the wool over our eyes. As a California prosecutor, the state prosecutor, you fucking railroading these bros. Let's talk about it. So yeah, we'll get into that next week. You know, it's been another edition. Yeah. Sensei and Sanjay podcast. And uh, good show, good talk. Yeah. Hopefully some people get some shit out of this. And if the news 